Brew Strong is brought to you by Blickman Engineering, home of the top-tier brewing stand. Visit them online at BlickmanEngineering.com. Time for the beer radio you've been looking for. This is the show that dispels myths, tackles the toughest topics, and makes no apologies for geeking out on beer. Hosted by two guys that drink before they think, Jamil Zanachef and John Palmer. This is Brew Strong. Hey, howdy. Hey, my brothers and sisters. Greetings, greetings. Ah, back in the lovely studio. It feels like it's been, you know. It feels like, the air conditioned is what it feels. Oh, yeah. Which we haven't had all weekend. <laughs> That's it, true. But it feels like it's been, what, 48 hours since we did a show? Yeah, yeah. It's got to be like that. You know, maybe not quite that much. Um, <laughs> Though it feels like we did a show yesterday as it well. It felt shorter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. feels like we are here just the other day. Actually, we were. Um, no, and in between, we we had a good time going up to the we visiting uh, the uh, NCHF Northern and, California uh, Homebrewers Fest. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. I'll tell you, you know, you know what would be a fun trip? What would that be? Visiting Blakeman Engineering out in uh, that would be a good time. They've got Poughkeepsie, Indiana. I want to say. Yeah, they got uh, fresh corn. They got corn dogs. I mean, they got pig wrestling. That's well, maybe. well, and that's why we're late getting started. You and your goddamn hot dog. <laughs> uh, you had more to eat today than I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm no, sitting it, here yeah. in the studio at, at you know five minutes to one, ready to rock and roll. But you make and a lot of personal you? choices, Jamil. That you know, I right. I suffer for my art. Uh huh. Uh huh. And you? I am you, not willing you, to suffer. You're not willing to suffer. You gotta like go get a hot dog. We. Scott and I here, ready to roll. Now I am good 20, for the next six later, hours. You're good for the next <laughs> 60 minutes if we're lucky. <laughs> I know you. I've spent enough time with the Palmer here. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, you know, like I was saying, uh, I've spent quite a bit of time with our good friend uh, John Blickman, too. Indeed. I'd like to spend more time with John Blickman. So would I. Yeah. yeah. He's a good dude. Super nice guy. And uh, super clever. And uh, knows knows a lot about engineering designing stuff yeah well as you were saying the other day you know you know people that can't look at a problem and come up with a solution mm-hmm. you know you, you you admire the ones that can can do that and then john blickman is definitely one of them right yeah one of my many rants over the weekend mm-hmm. uh and we're, we're gonna get to that we're actually gonna talk okay. about uh, what happened this weekend but uh yeah and and that's what i find cool about blickman engineering and uh if you want to Kind of check out what they're doing. You can go to BlickmanEngineering.com, Blickman with two ends, and uh, see some of the stuff uh, that they got uh, available for sale and and out in the marketplace. And uh, even better yet, you know, go check them out at the uh, Homebrewers Conference in San Diego. Yep. Go down there and uh, and say hi to John and his crew. All super nice people, very knowledgeable, and uh, they even bring some nice shiny stainless steel and and cool things so you can touchy feely. That's right. And, uh, the the cool stainless stuff, not not John and his crew. Um, not the hard edges. So you're talking about John? No, I mean if you touch no. the things at the booth that are hard edges, you know, sharp edges, <laughs> then that's not John and 
Yeah. I, I don't know if you've touched him as much as I have, but, you know, there you go. He's pretty rock solid. I'm just saying. <laughs> so check him out. Blickman Engineering, they've been sponsoring this show for uh, like seven plus years. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you, you owe him a little bit of thanks if you like this show. Uh, people thank us all the time for the show, and yeah. I think uh, they need to spread around the love a little bit and say, yeah. hey, you know, these John sponsors. Possible. Yeah, making it, making it possible is very cool. Uh, don't bother thinking like Justin or Scott or any of these people. Yeah. It's, you know, the rest of them. And uh, if you want to call in, uh, we now take calls live. Uh, right. 888-401-BEER. 888-401-2337. And you can uh, join in or join in the chat. on the Go to the website. You click on the uh, chat now button and participate. Yeah. Can, you ask questions, can, you guys, can you guys imagine if this uh, show became like a car talk where you, you didn't have to prep one bit? You just come in, just roll calls, answer questions, right. get out of here. I, be, I would love it. That'd be, that'd be great. When, when we, when we uh, appear in public, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we get out of the limousine, uh, we walk <laughs> across the, the red carpet. Yeah, right. Uh, when we do, uh, when we uh, appear at things like uh, the Homebrewers uh, NCHF, uh, people ask a lot of questions. You know, we'll talk, and then right. when we open up to questions, we can do questions for hours. Everybody's got questions, and we can answer questions on you know any brewing topic, and, and we don't and, mind and most other topics. Yeah, yeah, we actually enjoy. That's the thing. You know, people are like, hey, how about uh, you know how about you talk, do a talk, and I'm like, uh, you know. Uh, I'd be happy to show up and answer questions, but I just don't have the time to prepare a talk and slides and all that stuff. You want me to go up there and answer questions? I can answer questions for a couple hours. I'll do that instead of yeah. instead of uh, prepare a talk. So I love that sort of thing. I would love to have a show. So I'll just call in and email, you know, chat and email mm-hmm. and calling and and filling that baby up. I could do that. I think part of the issue is not knowing exactly. Like, Car Talk right. airs at the same time all the time. Right. This show's we all would, over the map. We would actually have to uh, have some consistency. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're working on it, and uh, we're continuing to hone our methods of uh, informing you all of when the show will air. So uh, just keep paying attention to the website and the social media feeds, and we'll try to give you as much notice as possible. Okay, I will. I will. You. Yeah, oh, just because I was looking at you when I said it. <laughs> right. Oh, Oh, yeah. Universal you, baby. Okay, I thought, uh, yeah, I, I thought you'd let me know when the show was gonna. Oh yeah, some notice. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't really need to know. I mean, I'll tell you after it's already aired. Okay, you know well, that works. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't. I don't need to be here. I could and get a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Just download it later. Yeah, <laughs> listen to it in the car. That works. All right. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, we went off to. Uh, we, we've been doing a lot of traveling and trips and things like that. And yeah, so yeah. we thought uh, we'd kind of recap some of that and talk about things we learned and things we did and the fun we had because uh, we know at least a few of you enjoy hearing about that yeah, stuff. Yeah, here, so. here's some good stories and we, we do. Eva, please. The reason we travel is because we like learning and uh, we have learned a lot recently. Oh, I thought we liked the. Uh, the free perks that come with it, the well, mint on the pillow yeah. and all that stuff. <laughs> all right, so let's do this. Let's take a short break, and when we come back, um, do we want to talk about what first? NCHS is its freshest in our mind, or? probably, and right. then we can weave in other stuff as it springs to mind. Okay, all right, we'll be back right after this. Tonight is 
the night. We bring the creature to life, Dr. Blitzenstein? Yes, J.P. Gore. Everything is perfect for my next fermented creation. My father, the storm is too far away. We'll never have enough power to isomerize the creature's alpha acid. <laughs> yes, J.P. Gore, we will. For I have in my possession the Tower of Power! <laughs> Glickman's new Tower of Power is the evolution of automation. Control hot liquor, sparge, and mash temps like a pro. The Tower of Power is a high-quality gas-fired rim system that works with your current brewing setup. With ultra-precision, the tower can hold your mash to one-half of a degree Fahrenheit. Precision and repeatability. The Tower of Power is the answer to automatic, fast ramp times. See more at BlickmanEngineering.com. Bring your next creation to life with the Tower of Power. Dr. Glickman's with the Tower of Power, you can probably give me an afternoon at the pub to enjoy. Don't be silly, J.P. Gore. We have beer to brew. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, More Beer was behind it. More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer. Bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Hey, dude, you know what beer this is? Oh, uh, no, all the labels are falling off. Yeah, or the ink is run. Well, if it's the pale ale, you're good, but stay away from the quote-unquote Belgian. Oh, man, this guy needs to get some grog tags. Grog tags are reusable, write-on, wipe-off, commercial-grade bottle labels for your brew. The guys at Grog Tag are homebrewers. They wanted great-looking, sturdy labels for your bottles, buckets, carboys, kegs, and growlers. They also wanted a label that not only looks good, but can be easily removed and reapplied during bottling without that nasty glue residue being left behind. No residue, water-resistant, and ice chest approved. Grog Tags stay on in water or an ice chest, and they stay legible. Visit grogtag.com to cut Customize your label or coaster from dozens of different templates for free and see how awesome your bottles can look. Ah, oh, it's that pseudo-Belgian. Yeah, we're getting him some grog tags, dude. Grog tag. At least your beer will look good. Grogtag.com. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerone's no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerone's are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerone's are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. 
Back to your hosts, Jamil Zainashef and John Palmer. Putting the testicles in technical. This is Brew Strong. All right, we're back. We're back in more ways than one. I, we uh, Just a, a day or two ago, we were here in the studio. We, yep. we wrapped up our shows and then uh, jumped in the car and raced back to the brewery. And then uh, we met up with Chris White and Jamie, and uh, we uh, took uh, Chris White's uh, Yeasty Beastie, his 40-foot uh, RV, yeah. amazing uh, RV, up to uh, the NCHF. I mean that was that was quite nice that they invited us along to it really was yeah. to ride with them because it was it was great you know uh, uh, anytime you go out to a trip like NCHF to a homebrew festival or something like that you right. expect a lot of fun but a big part of the the fun is the trip up there and yeah. you know hanging with, with your friends and, and yeah always great hanging out with Chris and Jim yeah uh, good people and uh, that's a beautiful RV. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris did all the driving, and then uh, we uh, so we had to we had to wind through the hills. Yeah, we we took a little trip through Zamora. Well, it was Friday. Yeah, and Friday afternoon going from Fairfield, you know, east is a nightmare. Uh, the the I don't know. We're trying to figure out where people are going east when like the hills are all a fire. Uh, <laughs> True. You know, where they're not going to Tahoe anymore unless they're like firefighters or something but uh yeah it's it all still gets all backed up so we we ended up cutting through the the farmland and the hills and all this and yeah. we're you know the 113 were we no we, we did the 505 we wanted to get to the 113 we went on the 13 we wanted to cut over to the five we eventually want to get over the the 20 go through the u.s city and uh Kind of, you know, got a little bit, uh, you know, uh, mis- discombobulated there, and uh, stopped at the Winco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Load up on Some food, way more food than we needed yeah. for the weekend. <laughs> but better too much than too little. Yes, yes. We don't want John to miss his hot dogs or anything, That's right. or uh, the frozen burritos. The frozen burritos. He needed his breakfast frozen burrito. Um, but uh, <laughs> so it's like nighttime. We're driving up there. It's freaking pitch dark, little windy ass little roads out in the middle of nowhere, and uh, all of know. a sudden you hear this. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, deer steps out in front of the RV, and not much we could do. Um, you know, there was like an oncoming car from the other direction, and really narrow little road, and uh, Chris just mowed them down. And that RV, I tell you, it, I was sitting right over the wheel on the right in the front. And that deer was right. There. It just went right under that thing. So like, <laughs> Bambi gone. <laughs> RV one, Bambi zero. Yeah, not Bambi. Long legged rat. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> it's rod- rodentia. And Chris, yeah. is, Chris is like ah. Oh, he's like dang. He's like There's you know. Was was there anything else I could do? You know, could I could I have done anything different? I'm like no. I mean, you know, it, it's. Just appears. There's a car oncoming to you. You're, yeah. you know, he hit the brakes, but you know, there's not enough time to stop that big thing. You know, he's in going six sh- feet. Should we go back? Should we? Go, should we check it? And like, I'm like, mouth nah. to mouth isn't going to really help <laughs> right, much now. Right. Yeah. And if the thing's still partially alive, 
how are you going to finish it off? You know, you don't want to suffer. So what are you going to do? Like try and back up over it or (laughs) we could have Palmer, you know, choke it out or, you know, what's what's it it going to be? But there were like five cars behind us, and there's no place to pull over. There was no turnouts yeah. or anything, especially for no an RV that size. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, you, you got to keep rolling. You, there's nothing you can really do about it. But, you know, he felt real bad. <laughs> and it's like, well. And John's like, you know where I come from? The things are like rats. Rats <laughs> with long legs. Yeah. Hit one every 200 yards. I mean, yeah. Know, if, you, if you drive through <laughs> the, the, you know, the northern Midwest um you see one of a dead deer like every couple hundred yards there's a dead deer on the side of the road you know especially certain times of year they're just they're freaking everywhere and uh and you know in california you know they're not they're not hunting as many killing as many and uh a lot of them starve to death because there's not enough uh, for them to eat especially during a drought period so i'm like you know you killed that one it probably means like some other one is going to survive because now there's more food for for another one that would have died of starvation. So eh, yeah. there you go. Maybe we should put, set up collection centers where they could feed them to the mountain lions. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you know, eventually. Uh, but uh, no, uh, that was that was quite the trauma. But we didn't we didn't slow down or stop. It kept going. <laughs> we get to the to the campground. And of course, the thing's pitch black. We have no idea where we're supposed to park. Right. And it's a small campground. I mean, you know, the spaces that they have for these things, they only have a, a couple of spaces that'll take a 40 foot RV. Right. And uh, luckily, the uh, the lovely people organizing the thing set us up. Uh, they had roped off uh, oh, one yeah. of these spaces. Drive through. And, uh, <clears throat> and then we're like circling around trying to find an angle into this thing. <laughs> And uh, we're going around, going around, and people like commenting, hooting, and hollering. Yeah. <laughs> and we're circling around, circling around. Finally, get the thing settled. Uh, you know, deployed all the, um, the patio, the patio, right? The, it, tr- truly, a patio, uh, two slide outs. Um, you know, got everything hooked up, and then we're like, okay food yeah the the the, <laughs> the paxton dinner started at seven we got there at like eight thirty. by the and by yeah. the time we parked and hooked up everything it was nine right yeah i'm like fuck it there's no food left i'm like yeah we'll go down anyways and just you know because palmer and i were going to stay in a cabin with uh moraz right and he had the key and he was down at the dinner he's like oh come down there i'm like all right we'll go down there so we stagger through the, you know, we're listening to the cutting voices the forest, trying to cut yeah. through the forest and down the hill and, and over the, the river through the woods <laughs> to uh, Paxson's dinner we go. And uh, we get there, and oh, as, we're, as <laughs> yeah. we're walking down the hill, Everybody's people are walking past, it, us, it, yeah. past us with trays and trays of food. And yeah, we don't want to be rude way. or anything, but we're, we're kind of like... We haven't anything to eat, you know. Could we, you know, like get some food, or you know, they're all like, eh, "I'm taking all this extra food," and we're like, "There's not going to be anything left for us." <laughs> and we get there, and they're just about done cleaning up, and there's still some trays of food yeah. sitting on one of the tables. Yeah, Paxton saved some, saved some for us. So we, yeah, we, he made a ton of food. So we shovel a bunch of food onto our plates. It's cold. It's been sitting out an hour, but. You know, hey, still it's food. Yeah, it's still good. So we load up, and uh, and I'm thinking, uh, you know, maybe I'll go back for seconds. Turn around. 
everything's gone. Yeah. There's nothing left. So uh, we eat that, and uh, we're sitting there, and uh, I still haven't found Moraz. So we're, oh, yeah. I have no idea where the cabin is. I'm asking everybody, any idea where the cabin is? And they're like, oh, you know, this way, that way. And because uh, we're, we're, you know, we want to figure out where we're sleeping. It's starting to yeah. get late. And uh, so we go go to look at the cabins, mm-hmm. and uh, it, yeah. we're like, okay, we're looking for cabin C. Right. And uh, and we come up, we walk up to the, they go, oh, it's it's in the, those cabins there. All right. All right. We walk up. Here's cabin five. OK, we're looking for cabin C. Here's cabin five. You take a look at another cabin. It is cabin KK. Yeah. All right. There's cabin five, cabin KK. Which way do you think C is? And I don't know. Yeah. You know. It's pitch dark. We're staggering around. Using your phones to to light things up. And eventually we find C and Moraz is not there. And he's back up. And the hike from up to down is quite a hike. Yeah, it's a good quarter it's mile. It's steep. Really steep. And for fat old dudes like us, oh, yeah. not good. Not good. But uh, no, we, 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 so we're at the cabin and I text Mraz. I'm like, where are you? He goes, well, I'm at the RV. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, so back we go. So yeah, we hike back up to the RV. Uh, we met a couple of guys at the, yeah. uh, near the cabin. One of the, the adjoining cabins mm-hmm. gave me a long glass, uh, blown glass object that could be used for many things. Carboys is what it's intended for, he said. Oh, okay. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And, and some beer, shared some beer. Yeah. That's the great thing, NCHF. You know, people always sharing beer, food, all that stuff. Right. And uh, But we made our way back up to the the RV and... Uh, Ran into our friend Nico. <laughs> Nico, who's never sober when you when you run into him at these things. <laughs> he, he, he was having yeah. a good time. Well, he was there when we pulled in, wasn't he? Yeah, you're right. With yeah. a solo cup full of wild turkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that boy rolls. Solo cup full of wild turkey. But we, uh, no, we had a, we uh, hung out with the uh, uh, Greenbelt uh, Brewers. Right, right. Uh, had some nice beers there and, and uh, gold a lot of fun. Coast, was it? Gold Country? Or? Gold Country, yeah. Yeah. We were yeah. there for a while. But we got settled in. It turned out that Tasty was going to be sharing the cabin with us. Now, Tasty's snoring is legendary. Palmer's is really bad. Tasty's <laughs> is legendary, and uh, so we're we're going to share this cabin with Moraz, Tasty, and uh, Palmer, and I. And uh, we get there, and Tasty has scattered hearing uh, earplugs. Yeah, <laughs> on right all again. the beds. Oh yeah, he famously travels everywhere with earplugs. Yeah, oh, the yeah. man is self-aware. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely needed. But uh, no, it was it was pretty nice and uh, it was good. You know, um, you know, the four of us have been friends for quite a while. Oh, yeah. So uh, no worries there. Nice to nice to hang out together, mm-hmm. and uh, we we had a, a great time. Uh, we we spoke at the thing. Yep. Uh, John and I spoke, and then uh, Chris and I spoke, and Mraz and uh, somebody else friend. spoke. Oh, my friend, friend uh, spoke, and uh, we went around all the booths. It was apparently. 590 people at this thing this year yeah 60 clubs something like yeah yeah lots of booths lots of beer lots of food 
some of the food we had was awesome. I mean, yeah, yeah. Some of the beers were some okay. of the some of the beers were awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, some of them weren't. Some of them weren't. I'll tell you what. Let's take a short break. When we come back, um, let's talk about uh, what we thought of the the booze, the clubs, the beers, Everything. and what we learned at NCHF this year. Sounds good. All right. Back after this. A few things happened 30 years ago. Arfanet migrated to TCPIP, and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that HopTech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. HopTech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and the gadget guy Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit Visit the store in Dublin, California, and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the next meeting. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment 10 years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer at Brew for Your Die IPA in the Northeast, Northwest, parts of the Midwest, and Alaska in cans and on draft. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters, this is Jamel Zanisha, and I love a bold, hoppy beer, one that spits resin in your face and makes you cry, Uncle. There are a lot of great hoppy beers out there, but at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get, including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering but it takes a back seat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam me in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. Cheers. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and the freshest ingredients, backed by the best customer service in the business. Do you like to mash using efficient fly sparging, but would like an easy way to heat your strike and sparge water? Enter the new Brewer's Edge Electric Mash Water Heater, a plug-in, anywhere, precisely controlled heater 
for strike and sparge water. Ditch the fumes and second burner and make mashing easy. Go to williamsbrewing.com today and browse their vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. to the beer guys that make other beer guys look like wine guys. Brew strong. All right, we're back. I'm sure there's a little whack a wacka going on, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, lots of wax. <laughs> I didn't have a chance because we were sharing a cabin, but, you know. Right, right. I, oh. I I hated to cramp your style, but yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you gave me a cramp, man. Uh, I, I, I tell you, so it's interesting. I I love going around to the different booths, and uh, one I get to see a lot of friends right. that I've known over the the past you know fifteen plus years of home brewing. Right. Um, you know, people from uh, Washoe Zephyr Zymergis, the Reno. Although there was only two of them, Joe and uh, Ron, there that uh, that I a bunch of new faces, yeah, yeah. who who never heard of me. But I used to go up there and hang out with those guys all the time. Um, Gold Country folks were there. Um, uh, GBA, the Greenbelt uh, right. yeah. uh, Brewer Association, uh, great great folks. Uh, you know, kind of local to. Uh, uh, Heretic Brewery, so right. I see them uh, a fair amount, and uh, they had a wonderful booth. And, and food wise, man, they had those sous vide uh, ribs; those oh, were those yeah, are incredible. Yeah. Hey, you didn't get one. I, did. I, I missed them. Uh, and then uh, uh, some other uh, friends that have started a new homebrew club, Underground uh, Steve. Oh good yeah, good friends Steve and Linda. Mm-hmm. They're part of that club, and and that that was the thing. I mean, we tried some beers at, at, at a few booths. And I'm telling you, you know, just because somebody's made a beer, your club should decide. It's like, is this a good beer or not before you pour it at your booth? Yeah. You know, there were beers that were not fully attenuated that people were serving. There were beers that were sour and buttery that yeah. shouldn't have been that people were serving. Beers that were phenolic that shouldn't have been. Yeah. Um, you I know, remember a session beer panel that you know I was encouraged to go up and try, and the first one they poured me, I... I you know, smelled it and it's like, wow, this is soured. And you know, it was like a mild. It was supposed to be a mild or something, but I think I had that mild. Yeah, it was definitely. <laughs> it was definitely acetic aroma to it. Mm-hmm. And it's, I thought, well, maybe it's just the lines. But okay, club, you know, bringing your stuff, your jockey box to fast. Don't have dirty lines. Yeah, it probably wasn't the lines. I mean, there was a bunch of stuff, and some a lot of them that were like, oh, this one's really foamy. It's well because it's full of you know uh, wild yeast. <laughs> uh, you know. Maybe that's why it's incredibly overcarbonated. This goes back to that palate objectivity thing we were speaking of on mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Do you think yeah. they don't know that that's the case? So there's two right, options, right. right? Either they do know and they're serving it anyway. To get rid of it. Right. right. Or they mm-hmm. don't know because they're unable to pick mm-hmm. up flaws in their own beer. And maybe their fellow club members are just being too nice. Right. Or they don't know Or either. they don't know. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. No, there was, some, there was at least one club where everything was bad. And they had no clue. And they were very proud of their beers. Yeah, do you have a lot of folks like going, hey, you got to try this, and, and, and like really oh, yeah. excited right. about right. a bad product? Right. I'm sure it happens um, all the time. But that's why, you know, as soon as I saw my friend Steve pouring beer, 
uh, uh, Steve Christian, uh, and uh, and I'm just like, oh, let's head over there. Yeah. And that's what I told you. Yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, what beer should I have? I'm like, John, just ask Steve which one he brewed. <laughs> ask him what he brewed. Yeah. And he that's just because beer that was I knew it would nice. be fine. Because he, he has best practices. Is right. that it? He brews great beer. And then if something doesn't turn out well, he's not going to serve it to you. Yeah. Shouldn't we all be that way? Shouldn't we all be like, hey, that's not a perfect beer. I am not going to serve that to other people. I'm yeah. going to either drink it myself or dump it. Yeah, you know, so Steve is is very conscientious like that, you know, and so you always know. Hey, Steve, what'd you brew? Give me that. Hey, yeah, uh, oh, go ahead, fill it up. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually sat down in their booth. They had some stools there. The, oh, yeah. You, me, and Moraz, we sat down and uh, had a couple. Uh, we tried a, a bunch of beers there. They had some some yeah. real nice beers. Yeah. I was I was very pleased with that one. And there were other there were other great beers there, mm-hmm. beers that I really enjoyed. Um, we went to uh, 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 Silicon uh, Silicon Valley Brewers or uh, Words of Wisdom. Words of Wisdom, yeah. Um, That's Susie Q's club, right? Was she there? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you know, I saw some breasts, and maybe that was her. Uh, <laughs> what about the woman they were attached to? Uh, yeah, possibly, oh, okay. possibly. Um, but uh, no, um, John uh, um, John Watson. He had come out and gotten uh, work from the AHA rally at Heretic. Oh, that yes, and, that, I remember that. And beer, he yeah. and he fermented it with uh, some uh, French saison yeast, and it turned out really good. I was yeah. like, "Ooh, that's really nice." Well, and I tell you, you know, that's one of the cool things about you know events like this and events through the AHA. Yes. You know, if you're an AHA member, you actually get a chance to uh, participate in stuff like these rallies. The rallies are free. Right. So at the Heretic Rally, you came in, you got two pints of beer for free. You got um, – yeah. we, we did a raffle with a bunch of T-shirts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, some a celebrities bunch of there. That's right. I was there. Um, no, <laughs> you were there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Did a Brewing Network uh, show from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was uh, the Wirt giveaway. So we actually gave away a five-star cleaning kit. Oh, yeah. We right. gave away Wirt, which was made with uh, the California Select Malt from uh, Country Malt. We, uh, you know, so, so people who want it got like five gallons of free Wirt, the, the five-star cleaning kit. And then they got yeast from, from White Labs. Right. And, and we did a, a series of different yeasts that you could try. And... Um, she essentially got five gallons of free beer out of it. Right. And one Plus, of them was uh, the, the the Saison yeast. That the, no, no, it wasn't. Uh, apparently, John t- t- took too long and didn't get any yeast, and so he had to go buy some yeast. So he would stop by uh, more beer and <laughs> found some, you know, the French Saison yeast, tried that, and uh, it turned out great. Yeah, it was a real that nice beer. Real John's, a, John's a, a really good uh, brewer anyways, but... Uh, um, you know, um, I, I like that. And then they had a, a, a dice roll beer. Um, so there's this dice thing where you roll dice and it tells you what ingredients you have to use and what amounts you have to use. And then for your hops, like amounts and hop, the hop types and uh, how long. And you can change up. So it'll have like 11 pounds, you know, half a pound, pound and a half. And then you have like... In this case, it was wheat malt, um, roasted barley, and Crystal 120, or, or Special B. And so he chose – you could choose 11 pounds of roast barley if you wanted to, but 
instead he matched the 11 pounds up with the wheat malt he matched the pound and a half up with the roasted barley and the half pound up with the special b and then on the hops it's like a five minute addition a 55 minute addition and and uh the beer turned out really well because good good brewer yeah Yeah. you know knew what he was doing and, and and brewed good beer i guess the guy's uh opening a has opened a i don't know um I don't remember that part. Nano Brewery in San Jose that brews 30 gallons at a time, along with a couple other Could guys. Yeah. Con, consternation? Constipation? Consta, con, con, consternation? Constra, I don't know. I, I think it starts to see. I'm so sorry. I don't remember. Um, you know, check out Nano Breweries in San Jose. But, uh, you know, the, I thought his, his brewing skill was... Uh, quite good yeah yeah there were a lot of really interesting beers a lot of really good beers there i mean over at uh what do they call them so brew mash um they were, they uh had a uh a pumpkin ale that was uh it was pumpkin-y. very nice yeah well it was it, it was very very pumpkin oh the ten and a half percent everyone yeah oh yeah it was just too too big for me a little too sweet yeah but they i had mean a bar, english barley wine aged in peanut noir barrels as right well. and uh some good beers, good you know, beers. some interesting beers. There. I think they were fermented well. Yeah, I just thought the overall impression for me was a little too sweet, mm, too big. Yeah, and I, I don't like the, the pumpkin beer. Is nice because um, so often with spice beers, you get a real bitter finish from the spices. Mm-hmm. You know, and and this one didn't have that. It had a much yeah. cleaner finish. Well, there was a, just a lot of sweetness, so I think that, yeah. that kind of subdued any bittering that you get from that. It, it was uh, clandestine brewing. Is that what you're trying to think? Of? That's it. Yes, thank you very much, there clandestine. I'm so sorry to everybody. I, I remember I, that. I, I yeah. can't think, but yeah, clandestine. How, so, how does one um, you know avoid that if you want to add spices to your beer, but you don't want it to finish weird and bitter? What do you do? Uh, I think one thing is to not boil the spices. Uh, do a cold steep, um, and in you know some more. Um, well, don't add it during the the boil. Yeah. Yeah, even if you, you cold, them, even if you cold steep it, <laughs> and then you boil that liquid, that's essentially boiling it. Mm-hmm. Same thing we're talking about, you know, on, on cold steeping black malts. Yeah, I think that that's uh, you know a potential uh, thing. Anyways, uh, yeah, the AHA. Um, I got distracted oh, yeah. from that, but <laughs> you know, you can sign up for the AHA. Uh, you can do it from the Brewing Network site, and the Brewing Network gets a little slice of that back, and. Uh, your supporting great organization does things like the AHA Rally, does the, um, the magazine, uh, Zymergy Magazine, does the conference, national conference, and they look out for homebrewers everywhere. So, yeah. a very good organization that does uh, lots of cool things. And if you enjoy, you know, gathering with other people of like minds, you know, other cool mm-hmm. homebrewers. It's an organization uh, that works for you. Check it out. All right, let's take a short break. When we come back, uh, more about uh, NCHF and other things that we've been up to in the uh, beer world. Beer world. After this. And now, Northern Brewer presents What If Homebrewers Ruled the World? Ladies and gentlemen, if you'll follow me, I will lead you into the gallery area. Now, the first piece up for sale today is a Jamil Zinashef original, a bottle of 1997 vintage Evil Twin. Oh, I see. 
A bidding for this one-of-a-kind piece will start at £7,000. And if you'll continue to follow me, ladies and gentlemen, I can show you a rather abstract piece from Bay Area brewer Justin Crossley. It's a German Doppelbach entitled Justin's Giant Bach. The brewer's notes here indicate that this beer had excellent mouth food. That's just a crazy dream, or is it? With Northern Brewer, a thirsty nation can craft its own ale and water for the greater good of mankind. Northern Brewer, the home of superior customer service and the finest selection of home brewing goods for the future. Have you ever dreamed of attending the World Brewing Academy? This year, thanks to Lalamond and Anstar, one lucky brewer will make that dream a reality for free. Lalamond and Danstar invite you to enter the Beer School 2015 contest. One lucky grand prize winner will receive fully paid tuition to the 2015 World Brewing Academy web-based concise course in brewing technology worth almost $4,000. From now until December 13, 2014, every Danstar yeast packet you use is your ticket to enter. Visit DanStarYeast.com for the details and to print your official entry form. There's no limit on the number of times you can enter, so get brewing with Danstar and get your entries in to the Danstar 2015 Beer School Contest. Whether you want to build your home brewing skills or build a career as a professional brewer, this course will change the way you think of beer and brewing. Enter at DanStarYeast.com and get the dry yeast advantage with Danstar and Lalamond Premium Brewing Yeast and Enter to win. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the home-brewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read your way to better homebrew. Hi, I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact grain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris and I approve this message. Like the Lance Armstrong of the beer world. Except for that nut thing. This is Bruce Strong. And doping. We don't really don't dope. 
We are dopes. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't dope. Right. Yes, we got enough dope in us already. If if you mean stupidity, yes, 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 mm-hmm. absolutely. And, you know, and I, I tell you, people just get stupid drunk at that thing too. Some, yeah, yeah some. Well, I thought I thought we were quite uh, restrained. Well, yeah, and I think I think I, you know I don't want to get people get the wrong impression of uh, fest. I mean, by and large, the vast majority of people are having a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. mildly inebriated, just right. they're having fun. But, yeah. you know, the, the ones that really get blasted are, are few and far between. Yeah, and they don't do that often, I think. Yeah. You do it once and then you learn that yeah. it's it's more of a marathon. It's it's a great event. I mean, you go up Friday, you can you can partake in this, uh, you know, beer dinner cooked by Sean Paxton. And then, uh, you know, you you hang out with everybody and all the clubs kind of gather their right. their people together and, and you go by their campsite and just say hey how you doing you got beer and you you drink beer and share beer and oh yeah just wander around and then uh yeah yeah in the morning they set everything up again and uh uh they they got a bunch of booths around there you know from 11 till late and then they've got everybody's got food everybody's got beer uh they do talks on the stage they have raffles they have mm-hmm. a keg toss. They got all you know all sorts of cool things going right. on, and and then uh, people you know go off to their camps. We went off and uh, we all uh, cooked uh, hamburgers. hamburgers on uh, Chris White's little grill there, and ten in the evening <laughs> last <yeah>. night. <laughs> uh, Nico from Nico Brew came and hung with us. Yeah, and he had some smoked and, salmon and stuff. Yeah, yeah and we uh, made some some cheeseburgers and. Enjoyed that, and then John and I went went back Staggered to the cabin, to the cabin yeah. went to bed, and then uh, well, well, not staggering, more like skipping through the woods. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how we, how we travel through the woods, yeah. um, holding hands, skipping. Um, that was great, and then in the morning, everybody kind of you know breakfast cleans up and then rolls out of there. Yeah, they they've been doing like was that seventeen years something like that? Fifteen. It was 15 the fifteenth anniversary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's a fantastic event! Absolutely yeah. fantastic. If you're, if you're a home brewer or pro brewer anywhere in the range of Northern California, there were people who came from Oregon. Oh yeah, a five and a half hour drive. Yeah, Reno, and, Oregon. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, come on down and you know join in each year. I think they're trying to increase the capacity. Yeah. It used to be just a few hundred people could go. Now they've they've upped it. So uh, just fantastic. And, and yeah, every, and I would say this: it is a very uh you know respectful well-run controlled you know not yeah. controlled but everybody that attends doesn't get out of control right each each it's you a know, very relaxed friends talk and say hey 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 maybe i ought to slow down a little bit or something like that but nobody there's no like you don't feel like anybody's you know harshing your mellow or yeah. or, or keeping you from having a good time but somehow everybody kind of makes sure that nobody gets out of control and like no fights and no, mm-hmm. you know, people being obnoxiously rude or there's nobody trashing anything. Nothing, nothing like right. that happens. It's a very mellow, wonderful camping beer yeah. experience. Yeah, there, I mean, there's dogs and children running around. Right, and, right. Yeah. yeah, people bring their families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's a good you know, time. Yeah, uh, it, it has been. Every time I've gone, I've I've been impressed. I haven't been able to go for the past few years, but mm-hmm. really glad I got a chance to go this year again. Yeah, me too. It's especially great when somebody else drives. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else pays. I pretty much was a leech this weekend. 
I paid for coffee this morning. <laughs> which was which was very nice. <laughs> it was. How'd it feel? Uh, felt like it was out twenty five bucks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not so fun being a human being, is it? <laughs> right. Leeches. Right. Better way to go. There you go. Yeah. Well, and uh, you know, I I just a few weeks ago did a trip to the UK. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm headed there this fall myself. Oh, it's fantastic. I, first off, I love the UK. I could live Beers. there, no problem. That is just a you know a, a great place to visit, great place to go. We. We went. We were going for uh, the Great British Beer Festival. I went with. Uh, oh, I've always wanted. To I was do going that. for that and doing some pint nights and stuff like that because we're distributing in the UK now. And so uh, my friend Travis, he joined us. Oh, and yeah. then uh, my daughter, uh, she went with us too. She's out of school, so she was like, "Yeah, I go." So cool. we actually went to Cardiff first and went to the Doctor Who experience. She's a big Doctor Who oh, fan, yeah. and that was cool. And Cardiff is a wonderful town. There's just a lot to see, and just it's a great walking town. Lots of great beer, and the people very super far from nice. London, or where is that? It's like a couple hours by fast train. Oh, you know, maybe four hours by slow train. Okay, yeah, you can just grab a, a train out of Paddington, and there you go. Oh, wow! You know, nonstop out to out to Cardiff, and then uh, we went to Bristol and a small bar. And did a pint night there, and that was that's a great town too. I wish we could have spent more time there, and then um, into to London for a GBBF, which was quite interesting as well. Now, what do you mean when you say pint night? I mean, is it uh, something different than just uh, uh, your typical pint, or uh, same thing? Same pints? thing. Pint night means out here. Okay, just check. they put on a bunch of beers of your beers there at a given place. And then they tell people you're going to be there, and then you show up, and people come and drink your beers, and you talk to oh, them. Oh, you're serving heretic beers there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. And we had uh, Pint Night at King's Arms, I think it was. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, events in, in London as well. And the greatest thing for me in London <laughs> was actually I got to meet up with the uh, London, London uh, Amateur Brewers uh, group. Oh yeah, and uh, I just emailed beforehand. I'm like, hey, you know, if you got anything going on, you know, you mind if I tag along? And they're like, oh, well, you know, we'll set up a the thing. And they set up at this uh, brewery called Sam Brooks, and they brew, you know, GBBF award winning uh, nice. best bitter called uh, Wandel, and uh, uh, super nice uh, brewers there. They 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 brewed all day and then stayed there till midnight or so. Oh wow! Uh, so the homebrewers could come in and drink for free. Nice, nice. isn't that awesome? Yeah. They got a really nice tasting room upstairs, and the brewers stayed and poured beer for everybody. Wow! You know they're exhausted. They've worked a long day, and here they are. But uh, uh, Sean, their their head brewer, a wonderful guy. I uh, really hit it off with him. Re- really great guy, and uh, very interesting. And uh, we're looking at doing a collaboration together in the future. That'd be good. That'd be good. Uh, but uh, just had a had a blast out there, and the, the London Homebrewers thing was was tremendous, absolutely tremendous. That was great. See, I, great can't, I can't hook up with them, but they they uh, they took full advantage, or at least some of the people took full advantage of uh, of the uh, the free beer, oh. and uh, some of them were <laughs> in, <laughs> the in quite rare form. Well, actually, one of them could not get in the taxi. They would the taxi wouldn't let him in. 
Oh, really? Because they're like, nah, you're not going to vomit all over my taxi. <laughs> uh, you know, taxis, taxis in London, that's a serious profession. Oh, really? I mean, you actually have to study for years. You you need to get licensed. You, need, you know, it is, uh, you know, respectable. It's not like out here where it's like, well, you know, wherever you've come from, as long as you can turn the wheel, that's fine. You have to, there you actually need to know where everything is. You need to, you know, huh. behave as a professional. You need to, you know, a lot of little things. And so, uh, you know, it's completely different. So, uh, uh, they weren't, they weren't too pleased about that, I think. Uh, but, uh, no, just, just a wonderful time. We went to, uh, Beavertown Brewery. We got, uh, um, there's a, a, uh, uh, American, uh, UC Davis student who was there doing an internship and he invited us to come out and, uh, went out there and, uh, met the uh the owner of the brewery and and their head brewer and that's another thing so they had their head brewer was uh a woman oh and not not you know not that that would in itself would be significant but then at uh sandbrooks they had a a, a woman uh brewing and okay. you know a couple other places i'm like they got women brewers and they don't think anything of it mm-hmm. why in this country here uh you know well, it's un- greatest country on earth yeah and we don't have as many women brewers i met more women brewers in two weeks in england than i have in the u.s forever kind it's of, unusual kind of sad here, state, of, state of affairs although i guess i guess we're getting more women brewers yeah here in the u.s but i'm just like there there's like yeah whatever you know, it's, it's not not a big deal uh-huh. here. It's I feel like it's still a big deal. Am I wrong? Yeah, you're not wrong, and it's just because people make a big deal out of gender and race and class, and it's just a. I don't know why. Right. Ec- excellence should be the issue, right? Exactly. How's your beer? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I I just love the UK. And we, then we spent uh, the three days in Paris. My daughter wanted to go to Paris, and yeah. after spending. You know, we were there for two weeks, oh, and so yeah, nice. every day was beer and drinking beer and going to the pub, and you know, <laughs> so she's she's very tolerant to go with uh, Travis and I, and and you know, just drink beer all day and go to pub after pub, and Travis is like, hey, hey you know, there's another pub. I'm like, <laughs> you know, so what we ended up doing was like, well, I asked my daughter where she wanted to go, right? We head there. And then there's pubs everywhere. So, you know, once we get there and we're like, okay, well, let's take a break, you know, uh, we'd whip out our phones and be like, okay, what's the nearest <laughs> great pub? And there's apps for that, you know, like, oh, yeah. ah, you know, a tenth of a mile that way. We'd walk over there and go, oh, yeah, great pub and have a bunch of beers. Nice. So, yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, I'm looking Absolutely forward to blast. my time there. It'll be in November. All right, all right. I'm going to be on my way to the. Um to Norway, we're going to mm-hmm. uh, Trondheim mm-hmm. and a small island shortly nearby for their annual Christmas beer competition. And we'll be—I'll be helping judge uh, some of their Christmas beers, and you know, giving uh, giving a talk probably on water. Um, and uh, I'm, really, I'm really looking forward to that. So I've always had a lot of uh, good emails, good questions coming from Norway. Mm-hmm. Big home brewing scene up there. And uh, have so. you ever been to England before? I have not. I mean, I've, I've been through Heathrow once before, mm-hmm. 
and was able to grab a pint and some fish and chips. But uh, there's a Gordon Ramsay pub in Heathrow. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, now who's Gordon Ramsay? Oh, please. You, <laughs> no, I, I know you. You freaking savage you. <laughs> no, I, I do know who he is. I mean, yes. he's been uh, on Top Gear. I think he has. I actually said it pretty decent time. Although I think Simon Cowell was actually one of the uh, the fast ones. Yeah. I Which love that Rowan of... Atkinson had the record there for a while. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Norway, you've been there before? Nope, nope, never been to Norway. Um, one of uh, one of the countries I always wanted to visit. How long are you going to be in Norway? Uh, about three, four days. Wow. So you're doing uh, three days in London, mm-hmm. and then... three or four days in Norway, and then you're bombing on back? Then come back, yeah. Yeah, see, I can't do that. I can't. I cannot do that. Yeah. Well, you know, I get there. I don't want to. I don't. Thanksgiving, I don't so. want to leave. That's right. my thing. Yeah. And then I'm not going unless I'm taking family with me. Yeah. I have decided that I see so little of my family as it is. Right. I'm not freaking going anywhere unless one of them goes with me, and I'd love to take them all with me right. every trip. And if I can take my family with me. Uh, hey, I'm willing to travel anywhere in the world you want us to go. We're going. Yeah. No problem. My family loves traveling, so That's good. And they're not that picky about, you know, where we go. You know, we love we love traveling together. So, you know, it's it's like we're talking about on our trip with Chris White and Jamie. Right, right. Um, Just nice a, hanging a, out. Yeah, the best part of it is traveling together and right. getting time to talk and just to be together and experiencing things like mowing down a... Uh, Deer. A Bambi with your your, your <laughs> RV. <laughs> then we got into sheep shearing after that. And... Right, right. No, we we figured that that entire front end of the RV was caved in, oh, yeah. broken fiberglass, yeah, and all busted that. headlight. Yeah, and, oh yeah, yeah, no, but it was okay. It it pushed in the headlight. Yeah, it kind of changed so it was the direction. Kind of out of alignment, and then um, there's some brown there was, there was a, on the... <laughs> There was a scrape. On the, uh, we figured it was the hooves, uh-huh. and the Jamie was like, "No, that's like wood." I'm like, "That could be poo." I don't know. I asked her to taste it. She she didn't say she wouldn't taste it. So, <laughs> um, but uh, no, the RV took it. Man, yeah, no problem. I'm telling you, RV one deer <laughs> zero. <laughs> it re- that thing went under and barely. I, it was pretty smooth ride over over the top of a deer. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, wow. Yeah, compared yeah. to the 505. Nice suspension. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think if we hit that in my RV, the RV would have, it would be like deer one, RV zero, you know? <laughs> or maybe it would have been tie at best. One, yeah. Would have collapsed the, the whole thing. <laughs> uh, speaking about uh, hammering a deer, uh, have you checked out <laughs> adamandeve.com recently? D-E-A-R. <laughs> hammering your deer. <laughs> <laughs> uh if you like to hammer the deer uh check it out they've got uh, lots of accessories to make uh your your deer hammering uh ever so more enjoyable right. and, and what you do for limited time only uh use the offer code jamel j-a-m-i-l use my name yeah. at adamandeve.com you should try it at every website you go to but adamandeve.com especially and what happens is pick one item uh, put in your shopping cart, use that offer code Jamel, and you get that one item at 50% off. 50 That's all the money you're parting with. That's right. You're going to get free shipping. You're going to get a free extra gift. 
And you get to choose three free extra DVDs, adult DVDs from genres such as uh, Anal Amateur Asian, Big Breasts, Big Butts, Bisexual, Chunky Coeds, Fetish Gay, Interactive POV, Lesbian Milfs, Whirlpooling, Dry Hopping, etc. And Bambi. And Bambi. And, and Deer deer Drilling. <laughs> deer Hammering. Uh, you can even you can even search deer hammering on uh, uh, your mobile phone. Uh, <laughs> you could go to what other kind of phone do you have? Does anybody use any other phone now? No. Uh, you can go to adamandeve dot com on your phone. Enter that offer code Jamel J A M I L and get the fifty percent off. And then that's that's it. Everything, all that other DVDs, shipping, extra gift, all free, all free. You can't beat it. That is a smoking offer. So check it out. Check it out today. Adam and Eve. It's All really right. too bad that I'm the only one with the uh, the view of Bevo's I'm not amused look. You guys have to <laughs> you guys have to crane your necks, but I just get to look right at it and it's just right. so adorable. <laughs> yeah, it's so adorable because she can do whatever she wants over there. I am not gonna stop doing what I do, which is uh be rude and uh crude and vile. Yeah. I appreciate that about you. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm me. I'm not going to change. Yeah, Jamie gave me that look uh, yeah. multiple times. Jamie's is pretty good, too. Right. Yeah, she's got a good one. <laughs> right, right. That's awesome. Yes, yes. Um, well, you know, that's that's how it goes. That's how we roll. Yep. Palmer kind of gives me that look, too, every once in a while. It's like, well, uh, I, I try to coach in the benign, tolerant kind of look. Right. It's kind of like... Uh, the priest, you know, the fond uncle, you know, his nephew, the fondling uncle. That's what that's what it looks like. <laughs> that's that look in your eye. I remember that from camp. <laughs> that's why I was so scared this time. All right, if you enjoy the show, I, why wouldn't you? Uh, check out BlickmanEngineering.com and and uh, our fine sponsors uh, as well, Adam and Eve, and uh, the Brewing Network store, BrewingNetwork.com/store. Lots of goodies there that you right. can. Uh, buy add to your rv mm-hmm. that will uh enhance your travels so check it out the bring slash store thank you to david bradstrom and all the other people running the nchf we had a great time had a great weekend thanks and we'd love to come back we yeah. would yeah. all right till then brew strong everybody brew strong